I wrote another song for this week. You did? Yep. Excellent. It's uh, it's to the tune of Jolene. <laughs> uh huh. Classic. So let me I... get let me get in the mood for it. Noel, Noel, <laughs> Noel, Noel. Josh is freaking out when he hears a bell. <laughs> that's it. I think that's great. Hello, everybody. Hey, folks. This is season two, episode, episode 10. 10 of Watch and Talk. And this week, we watched an episode called Noel, Noel. which is one I really like. Hold on. Jason was drinking Jason. a water. You just, have to get just on Just double it, Brayden's voice. This there. episode. Hold on. We could do it again. No, because I feel like all of our voices perfectly harmonize together when we speak at the same time. <clears throat> so I'll bet you, like me, were wondering, hey, what's Noel mean? And why is it a thing? Did you look it up? Yeah, I did. I'm glad you asked. Does it mean like Jesus? I think it's no, Santa it Claus's middle name. False. Mm, Mrs. Santa... Claus's middle name. Exactly. That's where it is, and that's. Are what you it serious? Means. No, oh. that's not. <laughs> just not real. That's not real. <laughs> okay, uh, Noel. It's from the Latin. Um, I don't. I can't do the Latin. Jason. Jason? How do you say N A T A L I S? Nautilus. Natalis, right? Is that um, really Latin, though? Yeah, and um, I'll tell you what—it's not. Hmm. Alice. What? Not Alice. It's not me. <laughs> that is okay. Um, but what really? So you might recognize it from the word natal. It means uh, pertaining natal baby. Yeah, exactly. It means baby. It, it means baby Jesus. Yep, relating to birth, <laughs> and that's how it, the the birth. The it just means birth. well. It just means birth, and then. And through the French, it be- it became associated specifically with the Feast of Christmas. And Jesus. But it goes back to just meaning, birth, you know, birth. Cool. What a fascinating lesson, Brayden. Thank you. I was so previously on this week. Uh, I was interested. Read by Leo, and it's really all about the shooting, and specifically that Josh got shot, and we don't know the injury count yet, as the president said. Although it seems like they were over it at this point. Yeah. It's been like six months of time when this show was airing since that episode where he got shot, right? Yeah. I wonder episode- if it was like chronological requirements because they wanted it around the Christmas episode. Mm. Right. Like, obviously, oh. this is the Christmas episode. So they did it around the Christmas time. Yeah. Um, I'm curious as to why. I would put put this maybe like five episodes back or something. Right after he comes back to yeah. work. Yeah. Would make sense. That would make a lot of sense. But I, maybe it was because it's Christmas. But it's bubbling up over time. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll get into it. Um, so the first scene is Josh and two new characters. There is Stanley Keyworth and Katha Trask. I think is that her name. And we learn that two of them are not paper boys. Do you think you're talking to the paper boy? You're not talking to the paper boy either, Josh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of anti uh, paper boy talk. Yeah, I noticed. Why do they get such a bad rap? Uh, paper boys are the workhorse always, of our paper information economy. They're avoiding grim reapers. Yeah, they're doing skate park jumps at yeah, the yeah, end yeah. of the end of the street yeah. every time. Getting points. Yeah, bonus bonus points. points for that. Going on diagonals. Yeah, and uh, is this another way of saying like this isn't my first rodeo? Sort of. I've never heard the phrase "you're not talking to the paper boy" before. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know a lot what, about paper boys. I just think it's it's uh, it's classist. It is. So this yeah. Katha person, I, yeah. she's a 
cyborg or an alien of some sort, right? <laughs> totally. <laughs> She's very odd and She not- opens up at the end of the episode, you're like, oh, she's a human. Yeah. Because you were curious. She is, uh, as Stanley says, she is training as like a trauma specialist or something like that. And Josh does not believe it. Um, a traumatologist. So, is that right? I think That's they say traumatologist. Yeah. 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 Can you just add tologist to anything? Oh, absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Beer, beer drinkatologist. I'm a popcorn-tologist. I'm a tologist. So this, this guy Tautolo- is Tautologist. This guy is here to interview Josh, and Josh is suspicious of him. Uh, he's being real cagey with him in the scene. Uh, uh, yeah. Stanley Josh keeps asking a, him questions. He has Josh some white... is just not not. He's Josh is a cunt. In the scene or in this Epi- whole episode? the whole episode, he's going through some he's, stuff, yeah. man. He's having some. He's you know. Y'all are coming to the defense. <laughs> he's a, he's y'all a, are jumping he's a favorite to D- character. D. I mean, so, have yeah. you ever been shot? It's probably yeah. uh, pretty uh, shitty. Look, you ain't talking to the paper boy. There, there's a whole way that this episode is set up that I never noticed before that makes it work, but in real life is kind of cruel because it happened this way. But I'm going to wait till later. Do you, I'm just, you want to put any markers down at the beginning? Because I I'm think they set a lot them, of stuff up at the beginning. There's, there's a concern that is animating Josh's cuntiness, as you said. Yeah, I did say. And, and it's like... They resolve that concern only after the climax of the episode. That people with mental troubles are to be shunned and fired. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's like after all Josh that. Josh is covering. He, he, it's not like he didn't want to open up. It's that he was afraid that he wouldn't be able to. Yeah. There's some specific continue lines working in the to that later. Yeah. yeah. Most so, workplaces don't exactly create like a safe space for mental illnesses right so it's weird that it's not like from the outset nothing you say here will ever be said to anyone else like you're i don't think that's necessarily the case right well but that's that's like kind of a you know dick situation to put him in right so yeah this guy is from the american trauma victims association we're commonly called in by the government to work with trauma victims i'll give you some examples the uh, pipe bomb at Lancaster Middle School. We worked with the parents and the kids. Tulsa, Hurricane Beth, the Chatham Fire, the Iowa tornadoes, the FBI raid in Rock Creek. They talked to the kids that got in the tornadoes and the ones that got abducted by the aliens. I know aliens. what the American Trauma Association is. You're not talking to the paper boy. It's what Josh I liked, says. I did like Josh's thing where he's like... In your wildest dreams, did you imagine that I would walk into this room without knowing exactly who you are and what you do? You're not <laughs> talking to the paper boy <laughs> Um, and there's a thing that Stanley keeps coming back to Josh with, and he's like, how did you cut your hand? And he asks him at once, and Josh gives like a s- simple explanation. That I believed it. Put it down. Have you ever, I guess, have you guys you ever cut your hand before? <laughs> yes. Not in this way. I have, I have a little cut on my hand right mm. now. Cat. I did. You yeah, that happens daily. <laughs> terrible paper cuts on an almost daily basis. Oh, yeah, you're dealing in paper. Yep. Mm-hmm. Josh... Lies the first time and then catches Stanley in a lie. Then why did you lie to me right off the bat? Josh. She's not here training. Was it a lie? He said he didn't really lie. He just gave a half truth. Although the thing that he caught him on was like, there's two of you here because I go to the bathroom and one of you follows me. Yeah, but Which implies that Josh is not like allowed to be in the building by himself. He's been alone this whole time. And... 
maybe uh, since like the the five days ago incident that they get into, he's on like special watch. But has he not been coming into work for five days? Did they make him go on vacation? I don't know. It's confusing. Like yeah. why why he's being like tailed now with on like it's almost like he's on suicide watch, right? That's yeah. kind of what the implication is, I guess. Yeah, it's really odd. And so Josh is like, she's not here training. You're here. She's here so that she can follow me around because she can walk through walls undetected. <laughs> There's not a lot of following him around, though. We don't see any of He that. doesn't leave the room as far as we know. For eight hours? Yeah. Holding it in. Josh Big Bladder. Yeah. Or maybe it's that like, well, he didn't someone get any coffee. needs to be in the room in case he does something to like like erratic to endanger himself like while they're in there or i was thinking it was just maybe like there's a second person to validate the story yeah maybe so like there's a dispute over what he said in the room then they're like no we have two against one yeah who knows so yeah they set it up uh that there's a, a battle of mental giants going on in this room stanley keyworth and josh lyman and uh then it's the credits after the credits, they just go right back into the same scene. Not a common thing on this show, but it was a pretty good setup, so they just get back into it. There's some stuff with Josh. He's basically trying to find anything to like bring Stanley down. So Stanley mentions Roslyn, and he says it's Roslyn, or the other way around. So like Josh calls him out and pronouncing the name wrong. Stanley yeah. gets him to talk about the Come shooting, on. and he just says, I got shot. I don't know what was going on. He's not cooperating. Stanley's being hard to understand what he wants out of him, though. He's like, who were you with at the shooting? He's like, I was with a bunch of people. I was with this person, this person. Like, who who were you with, man? Seriously. Because he's being so cagey. Yeah. The thing that really set him was that what happened three weeks ago? And he says, they're talking about the pilot. And then this is going to set up this whole plot line for this whole episode. There's something with a pilot. And then we get a flashback into three weeks ago so this, how often do we get a flashback we've had a couple of them now right there's but there's a bunch of flashbacks yeah there's oh there was josh in oh is it only with josh hmm. there was a flashback of josh when he was getting operated on in the first episode of this season any other flashbacks in the whole series so far I well, think that I mean, might be there's, it. there's like toby on the campaign trail and yeah I but think that was I... all the first episode that was josh Oh, was it? Yeah, I yeah, think Josh is unstuck in time. On the operating table, he was having a flashback. In a way, Josh is the main character of this show. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Hmm. They flashback. They're in the lobby. There are some horns playing. Horns. Loud horns. Horns. Yeah. <laughs> Pay attention to the horns. They're very loud. Well, how could you ignore the horns? You can't miss the horns. Josh is You can not- barely hear the dialogue over the horns. You really can't, yeah. So, uh. I like... I was thinking... Because this is like a theme in this episode is loud, horrible music in the lobby. But what other loud, horrible music they could play Christmas songs out of in the lobby? And I made a little list. <laughs> All right. Um. So I put the electronic violin. I Ooh. thought that would be really. What is that? Like you know, in Revenge of the Nerds, one no. of them plays it. Sure, I don't. Yes. Yes. That movie was on all the time. Was there a was is that a sequel? Like there was a Nerds, and then there was a Revenge of nope. the Nerds. No, it's there were there, like it three does have sequels. Revenge of the Nerds movies. So there wasn't a. They should do a prequel where it's just the Nerds. Did they do I a Revenge of the that. Jocks sequel? 
Like it wasn't called that, but that was like the theme. Well, of that it. one jock joined the nerds in the yeah. second one. Oh, yeah. Okay, so sorta. Um, <laughs> and so I thought drums would be really unpleasant, particularly if it was a, a like a quartet of only cymbals. Yeah, okay. any right. sort of percussion, um, I think, would be obnoxious. Right. Well. Yeah. Any you have kind. like a light, you know, no, light little. So that's drum. annoying. Okay. Um, and then a group of scatters. <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> but like... Scat- like a bunch of scatmen? Yeah, people who scat. Yeah. I think scatting is very irritating. <laughs> That'd be hard to keep up for a long time. Yeah. I don't know. It just hurts my my ears. Do some scat. Like scooby bop beep bop boot da you know? That's that really fun. Good. Yeah, Where, that was really I wasn't irritated at all. Let's hear. Where let's did you, hear where did your, you train, <laughs> Juilliard? Where, what are your best scattings? I'm a scatologist. Let's hear it. <laughs> I'm going to go straight scatological. Yeah. On you guys. <laughs> um. Well, also the accordion I thought could be unpleasant, but I thought that Christmas music should really be played by a glockenspiel. Ooh, what is the, what's that's that? That's like a xylophone, like okay. a fancy word for a xylophone. Okay. Is that like a little one, though? No. <laughs> Not particularly. No. Mm-mm. It's a really fact, big one? when I looked at videos of glockenspiels, they look exactly like xylophones hmm. to me. It's just, it's a xylophone. Yeah. So the reason they're doing this whole music thing is that Toby, last Christmas, was accused of being a real Jew. He was. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. a Grinch. Right. <laughs> Not properly celebrating <laughs> Christmas. Yeah. Let me tell you something. The last two Christmases in this White House, I've been accused of not being in the proper spirit. I was called names. Not this year. For the next three weeks, I will be filling this lobby with music in the mornings and the evenings so that we may all experience this season of would you people stop playing for one damn minute. Um, and so he's going to fill the halls with music, as he says. The first, though, there's this whole progression of increasingly ridiculous instruments. The first one's very loud, but also kind of on point. But the, they get weirder and weirder as the episode goes on. And then there's also a really subplot line that this guy Ben Zaharian is uh he's the energy secretary and he said some stuff that's against administration policy about the strategic uh petroleum petroleum reserve. reserve. Um I did some research on strategic reserves of all types. Um, <laughs> there's more than the one. Drill, oh, baby, drill there down are. into that plot what other, point. What other so, reserves do we have so we got? Strategic reserves. This is a wikipedia.com slash wiki slash strategic underscore reserve mm-hmm. i'm specifically looking at the commodity reserves so we got our petroleum reserve naturally in this episode we got a uranium reserve makes oh, sense okay gotta make those nukes if the nukes go off yeah um we got a grain reserve a grain reserve makes sense got a few people all right we have is, a, it, is grain reserve just like a like a it's a strategic grain reserve Do you i'm think sorry they have gluten-free options a strategic yeah <laughs> We have a uh, we have yeah. gold reserve, obviously. You've all heard of the gold reserve. And then here's where they start getting sillier. There is a national helium reserve. That's huh. pretty important. In case we need to celebrate our children's birthday party. Okay, what do well, we do he- helium? We're running out of helium. We're running out of helium. But for oh, what do we need it for? Gosh. For a lot of things. For all sorts of birthday parties. For making parties. voice really high pitch. Is that how planes work? <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to not be able to fly soon? There is a strategic national stockpile of medical supplies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then, like stents and the like. And then here's a good one. In Canada, there is a <laughs> no. Sorry, know. actually, this isn't even Canada. This is an international strategic reserve 
of maple syrup. Oh, uh, the syrup reserve. Did Canada give that to if us? If people lose their syrup, it's, they're going to go ape shit. It's based in Canada, but it, it is, <laughs> I know they it's have an international strategic reserve. You know, of course, about the seed reserve. Oh, it's like the uh, in the uh, Netherlands. Uh, they have a, a, a couple of them, maybe underground in yeah. ice and such. Yeah, that makes in sense. icy climbs. But you know, Canada was like, "We're helping. Yeah. <laughs> we got this." Yeah, they're definitely the center of our syrup reserve. I've got like a, uh, a what, what? I've got like a lighter reserve. Is it? Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> I've got like a quarters reserve, Ritz cracker reserve. Mm, I'm out. I'm out. I'm seriously out. No, I've got a uh, an almond milk reserve. I've got a serious uh, dry cereal reserve. <laughs> how long? How long would your supply last you? Days. That's it. Days, and I, I'm talking about plural. Would you drop down like, to like one, two, two meals three. a day of cereal? With an S. They go into CJ's press conference <laughs> for the episode. Um, she gets a couple questions. Um, one is a, one about the IMF, which uh, there's a character that they introduce, Pete Didion, later. This is an episode full of great names, by the way. There's We got Pete Didion, pretty good name. Do you think name. the Puff Daddy modeled his new name after Pete Diddy? Yeah, that's his that's next iteration, Pete Didion. <laughs> um, there's Stanley Keyworth, that's an, another good name. And uh, I don't think Katha Trask is a good name, but it is it is a name for sure. Um, and then... There's a question about some lady that got, like, freaked out during a tour. Do you know anything about a woman, I don't know how to say this, going a little crazy during a tour? A White House tour? Yeah, a woman saw a painting and started screaming. I don't know, Mark. There's a painting of Dolly Madison in the grand foyer. You catch it in the wrong light, it can scare the living. Okay. (laughs) CJ doesn't have any answers, so she's got to investigate that throughout the episode. And then there's questions about this energy secretary guy. And they do kind of an interesting thing where, like, Sam slips her a note about how to answer it right before she while she's getting the question sam's like look down at your paper and she reads it slowly. yeah he's got some good body language he's like yeah. look at the note yeah with his eyes he gets across the message and then uh since so cj handles it pretty well and like doesn't disagree with him but also doesn't commit to anything so they don't have to like clean it up later they go down to the sit room after that. This is where we learn about the pilot for the first time. So there's a fighter plane that was flying in formation that is no longer in formation. And so he's kind of gone gone rogue with a $18 million plane that has cannons and shit on it, missiles. They're worried he's going to shoot something because he's got all those weapons and stuff. But uh, they don't. they also think he might be dead. They think he might be passed out from lack of oxygen. They think there might be a communications problem. So they're going to send people to go look at it. And worst case, they shoot it. Well, worst case, he blows a bunch of shit up. Second worst case, they blow him up. I guess they don't have like ground control overrides. The president asked that. Let me ask a ridiculous question. I know the answer is no. But is there any way to bring this plane down without shooting it down? No, sir. By now... Do we have that? Or are we still flying the same plane? We no, it's drones it's, now. It's on purpose. It's on well, purpose. Well, we have fighter pilots. Because we don't fighter want... Fighter planes, too. Do we still need it's those? It's on purpose that we don't, don't have Don't know that we need them, but we have them. Overrides? Yeah, because you don't want the Ruskies hacking your shit. We don't want the uh, Ruskies hacking our shit. That's bad. That's true. When they right. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are hacking our shit. Yeah. The Ruskies are. That but is. don't we have, like, so many things... Like that are not manual that are require like a computer to tell it to do something. I think they put the computer on the plane. But like, what about setting off nukes? 
that plane did not have nuclear weapons. But what if it did? What if, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what it... What? Um, yeah, I mean, I assume there's certain levels where you need controls for overrides, but I think for, like, an autonomous thing like that... But here, here's the thing, right? We've got drones. The drones are remotely controlled. They're not getting hacked. Yet. But I mean, like, like, if we were comfortable with drones, we should be comfortable with ground-controllable fighter jets. I think we should just make the fighter jets into drones. That's what, what I mean. Is like we've we've progressed in the public knowledge of what we have. Yeah. Since this episode, where now it's like, yeah, we do have ground controlled, and they might have even arsenal. Have you guys at the seen time had a way to kill it from the ground? The movie Toys. With yes, Rob, Rob Williams. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. I saw that? it in the theater. Hello, Cool J. I yes. saw it in the movie theater. You yeah. know that scene where all the kids are playing like a wartime video game, but it's real. Yeah, like at the end. It's called Ender's Game. Yeah. It, yeah. Sorry, I spoiled that. Spoilers wow. Spoilers for these like that. Games. Still good. This a very good like, book and a good trilogy. This looks like they were in like an arcade. Yeah. Not like an Ender's Game. Anyway, that's the future, guys. <laughs> children at war. I too believe the children <laughs> are our future. Yeah. And there's a there's a guy in this scene. He is um he's an Air Force general. Um, he's a guy with a bunch of uh, medals on his chest. He is George's boss from Seinfeld. Um, the- oh yeah. Wait, the guy you never see? No, uh, that the guy that he worked at after that that uh, gave him like the check for the human fund. That remember that episode? <laughs> yeah, so that guy's from Seinfeld. Go look it up. There's a whole uh, clip reel of him on Seinfeld. It's pretty funny. And then they flash forward back into the present with Josh and Stanley talking. Stanley's trying to get him to talk about the pilot, but Josh doesn't. Josh is, I guess, relaying this story. It takes him. We like for later eight hours to tell this story. Eight hours. I watched in forty-two minutes. So I mean, I, I watched no, it twice. Not, not to brag. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I got through pretty quick. And Josh, he is tasked with working up a psychological profile of this pilot. I don't know what Josh's psychology training is necessarily, where he would be tasked at this. But he's a lawyer. Yeah, he's going to look at the file. Lawyers know everything. He's going oh, <laughs> <he's gonna laughs> to read the learners. Yeah. He's going to read the file. We're allowed to do whatever we want. going to file it up. Well, lawyers are, well, I guess, really good at reading a bunch of information and summarizing and it. And then claiming we're experts on the thing we just read. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Josh proves that he's an expert because at the end of, like, hours of working on this, he's like, I know his birthday. <laughs> 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 he has the same birthday as me. Yeah, he has the same birthday as Josh. That's his main takeaway. Oh, my God. Who has the, your same birthday? I, I'd say one out of every 365 people. That's not true. There's That's a thing, not how it works. There's a thing called the birthday paradox. Yeah. You guys know about this? No. Yeah. If, like, if you're in a room yeah. with, like, more than an X people. It's 23 people. There's a 50-50 chance that two of them share the same birthday. I don't think I've ever met... Have you ever been in a room with 23 people? Yes. But hmm. I have not asked all those people about their birthday. But I will say, I work at... It's a- not that it's the same as your birthday. It's the same as the two people share a birthday oh, in a group of 23. I'm not interested in other people's birthdays. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> My mom has the same exact birthday... As her sister. They're twins. They're, everyone okay. should know that. They're twins. Fine. Wow. That's not. <laughs> and then as Josh is talking about this pilot's, like, his task for this thing, there's, like, this little mini flashback, and they show Josh with a bloody hand 
and he gets a knock on the door. And so this is like a third timeline that we're dealing with now. <laughs> it's hard to keep track of. I think this episode's really well done, but it's also like confusing to describe what actually happens in it. And then they go back into the current room and the door knock is like a psychosomatic thing with the present where it's just somebody delivering coffee and knocking on the door. He's very startled. Yeah. And he's like, it's just the coffee, bro. It's just coffee. But I walked into the bathroom today and and my roommate was in there, you know, <laughs> but like she wasn't using the bathroom. Like she wasn't using the toilets. The euphemism. She wasn't going to the toilet. Yeah. She was just, uh, she was just regular use in there doing her teeths. Hmm. You know, I jumped. Was that weird? Well, it was weird because I gave it a little, I kind of like opened it. It's like, okay, no one's in the toilet. And then I went in. I was like, oh, oh, oh my God, there's a person. And you were naked then. Yeah. No, no, I had all. No. So here's something I do. I'll go to a, a restaurant and I'll go to the bathroom and I'll like touch the door. I'll be like, oh, somebody's in that bathroom. And then I'll wait. Then I'll wait. That happens to me too. And there's nobody in the bathroom. <laughs> Eventually, somebody else comes and, and they just go into go the bathroom. The bathroom. Yeah. No, no, no. Well, what I do is I'll wait and then I'm like, I'm pretty sure I, I didn't try that hard enough. Because I don't want to be the Brayden in that situation well, with I a stranger. Will, I will wait. That's, a what, it's called, of that's time. what it's called when you're sneaking on somebody. I don't in the bathroom. Mind being the Brayden. Yeah, I don't be, mind you being, being the Brayden. The Brayden. <laughs> yeah. but, I'd rather be the Brayden than the roommate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but speaking of that, like when I'm in a bathroom, even though I know that it's locked and like I can see there's like a physical lock, just out of habit, I will like aim so that my back is to the door, even if that put me puts me at a weird angle. Sometimes I'll like flamingo it and stick one foot back to prop the door <laughs> shut. <laughs> so two things. I will almost always push on the door even if i know someone's in there just to let them know someone's waiting oh yeah you, you know hurry. like a little warning and don't, be, and then, don't be too loud yeah i'll hear it then the other thing is that um the reaction that josh has when someone knocks on the door is a reaction that i have maybe 50 percent of my interactions with people <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> i'm very jumpy and frequently at my office my chair has like a high back you also someone, get a lot of coffee delivered to i you. get so much coffee delivered but someone will just be like standing next to me or just come up and be like elise and then i scream <laughs> so, wow chill out i wish wow, i could why don't you chill i i yell when jason is walking around the corner in her apartment. no i yell when you yell when i'm no, in a you room yell. and you come into that room <laughs> I'm in the room. Yeah. That was one. So it was like no. <laughs> Why are you scared of Jason? I'm scared of right? everyone. Blink twice if there's something <laughs> in your eye. Let's know for the record she didn't. No. She didn't blink. No, but like, am I allowed to blink now without it? Nope. If you do it. I just blink. If you bl- I blink oh, call times. the cops. Call the cops. <laughs> Now I just am like very aware of my blinking and it's very uncomfortable for me. I own the police. I always wanted to say that. So we we flash back to flashback prime and <laughs> we're uh this is this is kind of like a little little prequel to the previous scene because Josh is talking about how he's assigned to do a psych profile and we get to see Josh being assigned to do a psych profile. It's a little backstory about how he got told to do that. And then uh, Donna comes up and hands in the paperwork and Josh is like, whoa, man. I have the personnel file for the pilot. How did you know I was going to ask you for that? I'm tuned to you. Seriously. Anticipate your every need. Yeah, but to be walking by with a guy's personnel file? They called me 10 minutes ago. Josh, don't be a yutz. What's a yutz? She calls him a yutz. A yutz. 
She utzed him. Like I think the chips? It's an anti-Semitic term. Pretzels. That's utz. It's hers. Um, I think it's Yiddish. It's got to be, right? I mean, Z? Any word with a Z. Yeah. Yeah, that's factual. Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Yiddish. <laughs> Yiddish. Yiddish. Classic Yiddish property. Zebra. Israel. And then there's some horns. What? Horns. Oh, yeah. And then Donna's uh, little plot line for this episode is that she wants to see Yo-Yo Ma play at the Christmas party. She's mad for the Ma. (laughs) That's a pretty good get for for your company Christmas party. Get Yo-Yo Ma there. Not bad. I don't know. I'm not familiar with his work. Yeah, it's better than the Jackal. Oh, they uh, they talked about the jackal on Comedy Bang Bang this week for oh, really? quite a bit. So, so go listen to that. They do the, it. Is they the, cover it. They play a little bit of it. No, they just talk about the scene from the, oh the West Wing, uh, the Tatiana <laughs> Malasani one, whatever her name is. Um, and then we this is where we find out the pilot has Josh's birthday. He uh, gets kind of hung up on that. Um, Sam comes up, and this is where he talk. He's he's kind of assigned to the strategic. Pro- Petroleum Reserve. I keep forgetting the name. The Strategic Petroleum. That's hard to say. Is that hard for you guys? Strategic Petroleum petroleum? Reserve. Reserve. (laughs) Okay. Maybe it's not hard to say. No, Strategic Petroleum is a lot of Strategic Petroleum. It's a lot of syllables. Yeah. The SPR, as I like to call it. (laughs) (laughs) So he's talking about that. Uh, Sam's assigned to this thing. And then Josh is like still talking about his birthday thing. And Sam does not even acknowledge that he's talking. You know this guy, the pilot? Yeah. We have the same birthday. Okay, well, I'm going to talk to Leo about the SPR. Yeah. Not into it. It's like, he's got this uh, same birthday. Hey, check out this interesting thing. I'm working on this thing. Yeah. I'm kind of asking for your advice. Interesting. I'm not interested. Yeah. And then there's a new character after this. There's CJ and Bernard. And Bernard is something in the White House. He's like in the tour office. He's the butler. (laughs) He's the Brit. He's the butler. I love Bernard. He it, should have a more interesting name for what a interesting fellow he is. Every White House since Washington has one Brit. It's to, to rule over to just to prove like we won, we did it. <laughs> Wait, really? Is that part true? Yeah, he's it was the part one, of the, it's part of the treaty. Yeah, that's part of it. He's the one this guy not... in the government. So Bernard's got info on what happened with the lady on the tour. The guide was pointing out the Gustave Caillou hanging outside the Blue Room. A woman began screaming completely incoherently. In English? If it was a language at all, its origin was unknown to me. I sent for the agent on duty who attempted to take a statement, but not speaking whatever language this woman was, simply escorted her out of the building. And CJ's like, what did she say? And he's like, I don't know. She was talking that foreign gibberish. Yeah. And no one could understand <laughs> If her. it was a language at all, I didn't understand it. This is like a heartwarming story, but it's interesting. In, in the course of this plot line, you learn that... Um, Apparently, there's a lot of yelling on these tours. Yeah, this happens, happens all the a lot. Time. So I'm not sure why she goes after just this one. Yeah, why? Is, what about what is all CJ the other doing? ones? It came up in the press briefing, so she's yeah, got to get okay. an answer to it. Yeah, but she's there's people she no, could delegate yeah. to. On this well, one, I huh? think she was just trying to get like the one sentence answer, and then she got roped invested in. into the story. Yeah, and then then the rest of it's just Bernard and CJ having antics <laughs> antics it should be known that Brayden no, is trying not, to he's, have, he's having some popcorn antics nothing right happened. now yeah pour popcorn in his hand and just completely missed his hand and poured into it into his lap it's, it, it's important that we describe that for our listeners so Bernard calls CJ bougie here your necklace is a monument to bourgeois taste 
Thank you. Bernard is ice cold. It's mm-hmm. like the most wonderful insult. And CJ likes it, I think. <laughs> I think, yeah. She does only because he's British. Yeah. He's charming about because it. Because that's why they keep him around. Everything they say sounds fancy. Yeah, I wonder. I've, I don't think I've ever heard someone in like a, you know, Ohio newscaster accent say, Oh, your necklace is so bourgeois. Well, the, the term bougie is having a bit of a moment right now. You know, so we ain't really never had no old money. We got a whole lot of new money, though. <laughs> My bitch is bad and bullshit. Bad. Cooking up dope with a oozy. My niggas are savage, ruthless. We got thudders and hundred rounds, too. Migos. Bad and bougie. This is a young I mean, thing, Jason, that young people say. It's been in the vernacular for <laughs> yeah. a while, yeah. Um, and Our listeners know, the youngs. They listen to Migos. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, you can say things in a British accent that just don't sound right in an American accent. Like, you can't call someone really, like, a twat. It's a sound. No, you can totally call no, people a twat. you can. It just doesn't have the same. You can't call you somebody. You should give it a try. I want to go also. Quoi, I want to go back. Just, by the way, if you don't cut the part where I said that Bradley Wolf went for character with being cunty, I meant that in a British Right, accent. that's Yeah, very... I was going to say that was yeah. the word. Yeah, like... <laughs> I did. I meant it in like an Australian, like, yeah. you know, like it's not like it's like, okay. No, we all have say. cunts. Yeah. Thank you. I don't have any problem with that word. I, but I, but, 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 okay. Yeah. We get some info on the painting that the lady got mad at and it's from France. And it's bad. The president picked it out. And Bernard is not a fan. Okay, so this artist is Gustave Caillou, who he says studied under uh, Corbet, who was Gustave Corbet, hmm? right? I don't. Yeah. So his name. So they're all named Gustave, <laughs> and they specifically don't say that because it sounds stupid. <laughs> but I think if you uh, were born at a certain time and named Gustave, you had Gustav. no choice. In, it's a very popular name. Because there's also yeah. there's Gustav and, Calabate too. Yeah, another I was going to bring that one up next. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, I just thought it was funny that they like. I guess people maybe people know Corbet like by his last name, but he's. A I didn't know any of the. Yeah, I didn't know any of these. Mm. Anyway, Corbet. That's not a wine. No, maybe it is mm-hmm. also a wine. I think you're thinking a sorbet. That was no, it. That's no, not corbet. A wine. no, that was it. No, he nailed it. A sorbet? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that okay? Yeah. It's an iced it's a sweet. dessert. <laughs> After that, we have the president and Charlie. They know that the pilot thing is going to be going pretty bad. What do you think we should do with this pilot once we get his ass on the ground? You think that's going to happen? No. He basically says, like, this guy's going to die today. And then they get some lighthearted stuff after that about Christmas cards. Mr. President, they've asked me to talk to you about your Christmas cards. What about them? They want to know which ones you want to sign by hand and which ones get the auto pay. I'm going to sign them all by hand. Sir, we went through this last year. I'm going to sign them all by hand. I'm not sure that's practical. I don't like the whole idea of the auto pay. Nonetheless. Let's do them by hand. How many can there be? Christmas cards. How many am I sending out? 1,110,000. Seriously? Yes, sir. They are deciding whether the president's going to sign his Christmas cards or he's going to use the auto pen. Yeah. Okay. I have some information about this thing. Interesting. Because I thought the auto pen would look like, you know, it's an a actual hand. hand. Yeah, it's a hand. That like kind of does. But not it's not really. It just holds any pen. It's actually just a hand. Okay, so It's not a real hand. It's a real human it's hand. Real, but Each I was hoping year it would they look like a prosthetic one it's a guy. Hand. hand. Yeah. That would like that it's moves a in a really job. funny like how I think you would imagine like a 1970s like robot 
with like see i think the but, economics that came about to justify the invention and production of the auto pen is a triumph of western civilization because you could have just had like a uh, hundred people sign the president's name on shit Mm-hmm. Right? 1.1 million cards. Okay, Actually, so 100 it, people sign, what? What are we talking? 1,000? 10,000 uh, cards? You can get more people. <laughs> you yeah, get, get, get 500 people no, to I sign some kind of jobs programs. The lore right. of the auto pen is we ain't got time for that. And so they made the auto pen. I didn't do that on that, right? But you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't understand. You what should I'm really saying. go watch a YouTube video about the auto pen because I could just watch one sign stuff for hours. Because yeah. the best part is they just throw the thing they signed off the front of themselves when they're done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done with this. Bush. I just, just want to see one like signing stuff over a fire. So I actually, when I was like trying to find out more information about it, found out that um, George W. Bush got the Department of Justice to approve signing like laws with the auto pen Hmm. um but he never actually used it for that purpose and it was obama who used it for the first time for that purpose i admire that to get like a he signed a consistent signature no no it's like i didn't do it it was the machine it was in 2013 he uh reinstated the or, or continued the Bush tax cuts um, while he was on vacation in Hawaii, Ooh. and they would have had to overnight the documents to him to sign, and instead he used the auto pen, and then no, the Republicans it, tried to fight it. But this is ridiculous because it's it's legal in federal and New York state courts, and probably many other state courts, to just do a digital signature. Just, just, fax put, a, it, just baby. put a big X on there, whatever you want. Faximo, and you know, in Adobe, you can just put your little signature that you've scanned. That's signing something. Barack Where, Obama has a very nice signature. Do you think he, like, got someone to write him a signature? Can it capture? Do you always have that same signature? signature? How did they do that? Do you yeah. have to like tra- Do you have to like sign it once with the, the pen to train it? So Maybe. you can actually make the auto pen write entire documents in like handwriting if you've turned the person's handwriting into a font, and you can turn any handwriting into a has font. Has there like, been very a full book written in auto pen yet? I don't know. I don't know why you'd want to do that, though. Nothing like reading someone else's handwriting. So I recently put all better. my money into signed Jose Cansenko beach towels. <laughs> what Are s- those potentially fake? Potentially. I mean, it only matters I did if, not get a certificate of authenticity. <laughs> it only matters if other people on the secondary market are concerned about forgeries. Yeah, the Seiko yeah. market is I would be worried about right forgeries now. for any signature type thing, well, so- personally. The way you tell can just the anyone pressure. get an auto pen? What? How do you tell? The way you tell is that the human handwriting has different pressure, and the auto pen can't simulate that. What if yet? You, what if you did invent an auto pen? That oh, so could simulate. So an auto pen can't do like calligraphy. No, it can do calligraphy. It just can't because that's kind of. That, but that has pressure. It have variance. Calligraphy guess. is more about the angle of the pen and the way you hold it. Um, more than anything, because it's usually with like a fountain pen or, mm-hmm. or a brush or something. So you would hold it at different angles to get the line to be thicker and thinner. Usually in calligraphy, when you go a, when you do a downstroke, it's thicker. And where does the Barack Obama auto pen fall in the line of succession? It's actually before I mean, Joe Biden. He, he's <laughs> behind it. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, it is signing our laws. What happens is could if, it could it, it sign a document putting itself in, back into power? Yeah. <laughs> well, so, it would under the Twenty Fifth Amendment. Yeah. Could he use the document to to refute the letter submitted now, by his cabinet? Do you know what cabinet? I'm actually wondering? <laughs> Auto pens are people, folks. Okay. So how do you? What sort of procedure do you have to go through to 
say yes you can i like approve the use of the auto pen for this particular signing do you have to sign something to prove it right see there should be and a does little it have to be auto pen signed? and then my other question is if he's had the auto pen all along why didn't they use it when he went under anesthesia for surgery to put the vice president in power nice should have done it yeah they could have done that the auto pen would have done that yes what happened when he went into Remember when the president was shot and he went um under for surgery they He didn't sign a he letter. He didn't sign the letter to pass uh temporarily give the vice president power. They should have auto penned yeah. it. They should have put the machine in charge. Yeah. There was drama about Leo being sort of the <laughs> sub president. Mm-hmm. The shadow government. Yes. Yes. So let's not give auto pens pressure sensitivity cuz shit could go south. <sighs> Um, after that, so I think the auto pen is the most interesting thing in this entire episode. Agreed. Um, after that, Leo comes in and he's like, sit room time. Let's get down there. But first they flash forward and it should be called like an auto autographer. It should be, there should be like an auto dash grapher. An autograph. Yeah. 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 It should be the autographer. It should be the autographer. It can do. Done. Next topic. We need a new pop filter for Brandon. He just blew right through it. Need a new microphone. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, no, guys. But we no. You could write. You do more than autographs, which is that's too limiting. That's not. You can important. write. That's not important. Okay. Did you We're guys use an auto pen to do like thank you notes after your wedding? No, it was. Called, Would you have? It was called my hand almost fell off. <laughs> I don't know if you got a thank you note from us. I hope you got. I didn't it. get a note. You definitely. Got yeah, you note. did. But it, at some point, my hand got so tired, my handwriting just looked like Robert Durst's. Like it looks like a serial killer had written. Mine all already looks like Robert Durst. It, lo- it looks like a photograph of Robert Durst. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's all I could draw. <laughs> but when I get like tired or I'm rushing, my handwriting kind of looks a little Durstian. <laughs> they flash forward. Um, we this is where we learn that the pilot at this point is dead. So the president was right. More importantly, though, he's from Florida. Tallahassee, baby. Yeah. Not just yeah. Florida. You oh, Florida. That's not I really wrote this Florida. down. Did you, you wrote Florida down? I did wrote you know him? Tallahassee, baby. I wrote Tallahassee. T Town. 850. You know? I don't know that number. No. You call it T Town? Yeah. Is that's that the next uh, serial podcast? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what uh, that band <laughs> says in that one song there about the rapping. To Town? Yeah, they say T Town. Come on. Remember? Oh. That yeah. band, they went to family. Yeah, other words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other things. About like rapping. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So because the guy died so quickly, Josh didn't actually get to do his investigation. So he did, he claims he didn't learn anything about him. Although Stanley gets it out of him later that he did learn some stuff. We learn here that he flew the plane into the mountain. And there's a thing later, his last words, it wasn't the plane. It wasn't the plane. Right. So he's like. That's it. Yeah. That's Yeah. Yeah, that's make, kind makes of like it clear. A, it's nice of him to do that. Yeah, because they could have, you know, they investigated. He's and, like his like buddies and the like plane investigation. Yeah, would have wasted a lot of time and money. Yeah. Piu, I watched that show. CBS. What is this? Piu plane investigation unit. <laughs> I I would I would watch that. <laughs> if you guys make that out there, I will watch Piu. Stanley gets out of Josh. This guy had previously been shot down. Uh, it was in Kosovo. Iraq, something, One of those somewhere. He was flying, places. and he got shot. He ejected. Josh got shot, and Josh has the same birthday as this guy. And Josh was a pilot. They're 
Wait, no, he won't. <laughs> no, no. But uh, the coincidences are stacking up. So that's kind of what they're leading you to believe that Josh is like seeing himself in this guy. Flashback. There's some bagpipes now, and this is this is where the music stuff starts getting good. This is the Duncan McTavish Clarney Highland Bagpipe Regiment. Is that a real thing? That's what Toby says the thing is. I didn't look up if it was real. <laughs> of Georgia. I'm surprised you didn't. Let's let's check it out. Of Virginia? Uh, of Delaware. Yeah, I think Delaware. That sounds right. That's what they're they're big into bagpipes there. Oh right, they are from it's like four guys from Delaware. Um I because it's like there's no highlands in Delaware. There's also no people. There is a guy named Duncan McTavish. He's a, he's a professional wrestler, and he died at huh. age 80. And he's wearing a kilt. That guy Kane. Could have been him. He was a wrestler. Now he's running. In the paper, I said, yes, we Kane. <laughs> Wait, he's running? Low-hanging fruit. He's running for governor of something. The big guy. The Undertaker's Minnesota. brother. The Undertaker's brother. Minnesota <laughs> loves former wrestlers. It's not. I don't know if it's Minnesota. Don't ask me anything more. I That's don't wild. know anything else about this guy. D- don't don't vote for him. <laughs> I, know, I, I, <laughs> I saw him do some shit back in the day. It's just acting, man. It's pass. just it's it's not real. So, anyways, the Duncan Neither's politics. I'm gonna say this again. Duncan McTavish, D- Clarney Highland Bagpipe Regiment, the DMT CH. BBR. You had I me at DMT, say, baby. You know, not even including the acronyms we're making up, there's a lot of acronyms in this episode, I think. ACFA. Like yeah, FBI. ACFA, IMF. MILF. And then I think SPR. at some point, yeah, they, there's a whole sentence SPF. that Josh says that's just like 20 acronyms. And I was like, I don't even know what he said. <laughs> so Josh. He's uh, so smart. Is blow, blows up at Toby here about the music. It's too loud. <laughs> He, he can't even hear himself thinking with all the sirens going on. Oops, not oh, sirens. Oh, my God. I said the wrong thing. <laughs> Music. Because uh, I have the PTSD. He says it sounds like a hockey game in there. Yeah. Are hockey games like louder than other sports games? They all seem equally It's just like loud. a white guy thing, I think. A hockey game? Yeah. I guess. I don't know. They're all really loud. I think hockey games are festive. I've been to hockey games, though, but I've also been like... No, they're not as loud as basketball you know. games. Yeah. As far as like what the sport, the sound the sport is generating. No, they're going like, let's go, my team. Do you think that he's talking about the... Hey! That song? That's very hockey. So we flash forward That's a song. That's a real song. I love that song. That's a real song. I looked this up the other day. I was like, hey, you know that song? It's called The Hay Song. That's what it is called. I swear, it's like, it's called The Hay Song. I feel like the laziest Look it up right now, please. I swear it's called The Hay Song. I mean, it's the only word in it. It kind of makes sense. I wouldn't. does what it says on the tip. Are you sure it's not called... Just search. That's what I looked for. That's what I searched. Yes. How else would you search for that? I would sing it into my Siri on my phone. I don't use the laziest... It's got an even more generic name. The name of the song, it's a Gary Glitter song. It's just called... Rock and roll, but it's called right. it's called in 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 parentheses the Hay Song. Come on, no. Um, it says frequently referred to as Hay Song and Hay Song. By Braden Hay Song. Re- I didn't internet that. And um, if you were looking for the Taiwanese beverage producer, the Hay Song Corporation is a different thing. <laughs> Can I just like mention that the laziest sports song is the Charge song, where it's like 
I, I know, I know it's they have jam. A, this isn't yeah, a gift yeah, from yeah, Canada. Yeah, down in uh, northern Georgia, there's the strategic preserves reserves. <laughs> All right, that's the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, they jump forward. This is where they do a lot of, like, back and forth stuff. This is where the, the episode starts getting pretty intense from here on out. This, I guess real. Josh uh, says that he disagreed with Sam here, and it's bad politics over this, and it's his job to explain that to says. the president. He just kind of yells. Yeah, he doesn't have a great explanation, but he's saying it's the thing CJ got a question about earlier, the IMF vote, that Didion doesn't want to dip into the strategic preserve. Petroleum reserves. That's a hard one. SPR. And um, that if they do that, he's going to withhold his vote on the IMF thing. So they're linked through Didion. And Josh says Didion about 60 times in this scene. He does. It's not something Didion's going to like. Didion controls the IMF vote through Didion. Didion doesn't like that we're tapping into the SPR. Listen to what I have to say about Didion. But then he, he kind of like talks down to Stanley. He's like, you wouldn't understand. It's all It's all politics stuff. And Stanley's like, I'm super smart. But earlier in the scene, he's <laughs> I'm like, a doctor. He's like, if it's not on the sports page, I've never heard about it. So he's he's having it both ways. Um, they, yeah, they flash back. Josh is getting like increasingly angry that nobody's like taking his position on this because he's kind of got like pooping in his pants a little bit. Yeah, he, he. I think he legitimately freaks out. Yeah, you have. To listen to me. I can't help you unless you listen to me. You can't send Christmas cards to everyone. You can't do it. Forget the SPR. Let's get the IMF loans like we said we were going to. Listen to what I have to say about Didion and please listen to me. I, I would freak out if I had poopy in my pants. You can't send everybody Christmas cards. It's too many. <laughs> I, I've had like nightmares about this, like fever dreams, you know? You can't send that many Christmas cards. And then, Have you ever sent a Christmas card? Never. Uh, this week, this week, I swear to God, I sent the first letter of your life. So, that, no, no. Since I moved to New York, anybody I, has ever since I moved to New York, I, I don't know how to send things. You know, they, the, the the postman comes to the house, but they don't pick up the packages in a normal state like Florida. Yeah, you have to flip the postman, the you, you pick, you flip up That's the funny. little red bird, and he comes and he picks up packages. In New York, guess what? They don't do it, and I don't know how. You got to well, use a mailbox, and not one of the like up. Not one, the brown one. Yeah, not the, the brown one in the corner the there by one. me. You got to find a blue one, and I can't find a blue one. So guess what I did? I took it to work. No, excuse There's me. There's an outgoing box. Braden, I. I know for a fact that you pass blue mailboxes. I never seen it. I never seen it. Where? Where's a blue mailbox? There's like not three on my commute. on Manhattan Avenue. Never been there. Never heard of it. All right. <laughs> well, you tell. Well, now the tr- the trash cans look so much like mailboxes. Thank you. Now, too. Recycling. Well, you it's like a little too. bar. Can you write? How where, are you supposed to know which? Where ones are which? they? Where's the yeah, blue? Yeah, you could just be throwing your letter in the trash. That's you know what's funny thing. about that. There's something called the mailbox rule, and it's like something is deemed served upon a party when you put it in the mailbox, because that would eliminate the concern about, you know... I uh, never got the mail. Yeah, like like people claiming that and then actual problems. So with how, do you, how do you prove that? You take a photo of yourself putting it in the I mail? I do take photos of myself putting <laughs> things in the mail sometimes. When <laughs> I know. Do you but, give a thumbs up? But that's just, yeah, well, that's well, just for your Instagram story. Though, I just give right? like <laughs> massive side eye while I'm doing it. But it's really funny because, you know, what if you accidentally did that? 
How can you even prove? Do you have Let to me... like you, you need an uninterrupted video of you writing the thing, yeah. sealing the thing. Well, in you there. make an affidavit where okay. you're like, I I deposited this thing in the receptacle. This is your new hmm. Instagram account. It's just the videos and pictures of you serving Mailing people things? via mail. I should do that. That's I'm going to follow you yeah. just so that I can unfollow you. Mailbox rule. <laughs> why? But why, me don't they, but why don't they pick rule. up the letters? Why don't they give us a little red dinghy? Yeah. Why don't they do it? Is that state law? Why don't they do it? They're working at scale. Yeah, here. yeah. The, there you have like because they don't have little trucks. Florida, they don't have trucks. Truck, and you just throw it in the back of the truck. But certainly, it, there's a truck somewhere. They have to carry all the but, thing. They're and using then, that little like golf cart dealy thing, right? Yeah, that's kind of the little golf dragon thing. No disrespect. I respect them. You know, those are mailboxes that look that look like mailboxes but they're not they're like no. sealed oh they have the brown ones i'm pretty sure that's where yes. the, their mail is delivered for the area that's where the mailmen get the and mail. the mailmen pick it up it's from an elegant there. system yeah in new york except that they don't pick up my mail the mailmen are only responsible that for the last it's mile on the way yeah. for you no it's not if you look up on the where way the post where? Box is, on the way where it's like every two corners i never seen when t- you have to send another letter in 12 years <laughs> yeah. you should look it up the first. only letters i ever have to send are like rsvps to weddings and i never get to send them like i probably took yours over by i walked it over because i do no, ours, no, as a website that's, that's also very no, classy it wasn't hand delivered your rsvp <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> no, but like, if you ever need something mailed, just send it to me by email, and I'll print it out and have my office. I'm pretty mail sure it. for our wedding, I just texted you and I said, "Brayden, I know you're coming. What are you eating?" <laughs> All of it. We just assumed steak. I think probably. So I'm as Josh is freaking out here, is the does the president go beta? He just that was goes in, yeah. That's an silent. interesting thing. The president needs to be like, "Fuck you, buddy." It seems like wanna fight. I'll fight you. <laughs> It seemed like everyone was like, "Okay, let's let's prevent Josh from saying anything he, more. He's going to regret." Yeah, right. But like, how did they know to react that way? Because well, he was like melting down. He was being. Well, but I mean, there was sort of like this. Didn't you watch the beginning of this episode? Yeah, but there's like an expression of of id in that. All the senior staff ever want is for the president to just fucking listen to them. Yeah, like they're just like, please, just do what I'm. I, and you have to imagine that every time they pitch something to the president, a lot of times it's something they really believe is like a like very important issue and like seriously has effects on the country. And they're like, you should do this thing. And then when he's like, yeah, but he clearly had poopy pants. But he actually like just started tantruming over it. Right, and then Leo's like, go wait in my office. Go change your poopy pants. Right, and then as soon as he leaves, though, and you know Josh can hear him, he's like. That yeah, guy. we're gonna go do the yeah. thing. <laughs> like, then he starts like talking <laughs> shit about him. I just want Josh to, like run back into the wall. So we're gonna do the thing. Yeah, we're gonna do the thing. Well, also, no, it, wasn't. It, oh, well, go ahead. I oh, actually, no, I actually interpreted that as the president. It like bothered the president. I'm sure it did. But I mean, like, like the what he overhears the president saying is he's like, <laughs> I have good reasons for not doing it. Mm-hmm. Like he's like justifying to everyone else at the meeting that like it I was it was like, right for me not to listen to Josh, right? I sort right. of felt like he just ignored it and asserted his previous statement. But the fact that he even had to like... Well, he didn't totally ignore it. He was like, part of the what he got from talking to Josh was, I'll talk to this guy at the dinner tonight. Smooth and, it over. And yeah. that was like, that was, idea was born from what Josh was saying. And then Josh like took it too far. And then the president reiterated after 
that he will actually talk to this guy at the dinner and the, this is the plan like yeah so we're all that crazy but i thought he was happened. he handled it very well i thought it was a great yeah. scene yeah just like um, you know i'm but still so gonna do the thing wasn't the thing. president like leaving the room and then he like walked back to his desk after um, i think he was just He's just pacing. In the office. Yeah, pacing. And he started, office. like, typing on his laptop, too. It's the first time we've seen the president with a laptop, right? I don't remember a laptop. I don't remember I, a laptop. I remember a laptop. Okay. Was that you? Maybe. I'll look that up, but I don't remember any laptop. Okay, I'm, I'm putting I'm putting it down right now. There was a laptop, or I'm losing <laughs> yeah. it. Right. There was a laptop. So then Leo thanks, comes thanks, in man. and talks to Josh, and he's like, you ever heard of Atva? Uh, they, they helped with the Tornado Kids. The Tornado <laughs> and, Kids? Yeah. It's a great that's band what, name. That's what Stanley says. They go forward again. They're talking about how to cut his hand again. Is there going to be how'd a... How'd you cut your hand? Stanley. Oh, how'd you do it? I put a glass down. Yeah, I don't think you did. I- I'm beginning to believe him at this point. Right. He's, he's sticking so with the story. consistent. Yeah, he's telling him all his other parts of the story. Um, and then Stanley's like... You're in nine kinds of pain. You don't know what's going on inside of you. And you are so locked into damage control that you can't... You diagnosed me in eight hours? Josh, I diagnosed you in five minutes. He says he has PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. That's what that stands for. Yep. He's got another the... acronym this episode. Yep. He's got the PTSD. The right. shell shock. Yeah. This is where Josh is like, that sounds like something they don't let you have if you work for the president. I don't know. Is it? Is it? I think now you're allowed to. Now you're allowed to have any sort of psychological disorder. <laughs> I mean, it's it's all politics. It's like that's that's the bottom line, you know. If if they'll defend him, then why not? Yeah, and it's for something that nobody can like blame him for. But at the same time, if I'm if I'm the Republicans, and I'm like, can't let that guy. He's a danger to people, and you know, yeah. they'll attack for uh, well. Over this anything. story would not get out. Yeah, unless you unless you had a leak. Unless you got a leak. And then they go back into the past again. This is the Yo-Yo Ma party. They're in white tie and tails. Charlie, this is how statesmen dress. This is how they dress at times of occasion. Yes, sir. It's regal. Yes, sir. White tie. I didn't realize there was a white tie. I knew about Very the black fancy. tie. At least you, you know anything about Downton white tie? Yeah, no, um, I never saw I the Downton. I do know that it was, I think, popular, like... In the 1920s is when, like, black tie happened. So it was okay. before that. I have a black tie. And it was, like... And I have a white tie. I've got thing. both ties. Uh, bow ties? Well, no, I don't have any bow ties. White tie is, like... You I wear, have a white tie. Yeah, you also wear the cummerbund. There's, like, a I don't have a cummerbund. The tails, too. Yeah, I don't have tails. any tails. It's very... You wear a tuxedo. Very, like, traditional. But it was only, I think, a short time... Maybe when it was like popularized, and then black tie kind of took over, and really they only use white tie now for kind of this sort of purpose. Was this just sort of like? And a, what is that purpose? Like see a, dinners. Okay. Such. Was like this a, just like a pissing contest of like who could keep their whites white? Uh, I don't think so. I, I would love to wear some tails. I mean, actually, I do think that there there was a time with like frilled collars in England and Europe and stuff where keep like starching and keeping your whites white was a sign of like being mm-hmm. a badass motherfucker. So, yeah. so it could be related to that where it's like, uh, look how pristine my As the president says, are. it's regal. Yeah. Yeah. It's regal as fuck. Regal. Does that mean like... Other related to the the king? Of uh, the regent. Yeah. Okay. It's a sign of the <laughs> Rococo. So also, 
the Secret Service agents are in white tie and tails. We got the eagle. Do you think that Beagle is limits their ass kicking mobility? No, no. I think it's it better. improves it. No. Every really? time I wear like a more formal, you just feel garb, so badass. I have better posture. Yeah, I feel like I'm more focused. Getting hit higher in your roundhouses. Yeah, yeah. I only roundhouse in white tie. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why we've never seen you roundhouse? Yeah, probably. That's that I, makes I, sense. I get a gusset sewn into all my pants, pants. so I can do <laughs> high kicks without splitting my pants. Yeah, what you don't know is that all the Secret Service are actually wearing stretchy pants. Yeah, Chuck Norris action tux. <laughs> <laughs> it's like jeggings, but a tux. Oh, like a suitsy. Oh, it's a suitsie. It's like the onesie that looks like a oh, suit. <laughs> yeah. Is that still a thing? And have It's so expensive. I'm waiting for it to go down in price. You do want this. Yeah. Pajamas. That looks like a suit. Like, have you ever thought when you're going no, to I the haven't. bathroom? I haven't ever thought. I would love to have to take all my clothes off right now. <laughs> there's probably a butthole. You think? Because in hope. jumpsuits, traditionally, there's not. Do you want like... Yeah, I guess it's okay if you're... If you're like flap allows for the fabric to be what's resting on the seat. No. No? You don't want your clothing touching the bathroom. It's contamination. Yeah. I mean, let let's like real talk here. When girls wear jumpsuits, when they go to the bathroom, they're completely naked. What? <laughs> Hold on. Really? Yeah, you have to take Wait, all your ju- clothes off. Is a jumpsuit off. like a blouse? That is so sexy. Can you jumpsuits are so sexy now? <laughs> are you hanging it on the door? Not like compl- like it's not around your ankles, but you oh. have to like prevent it from touching the floor. But I-, I feel like when you have a garment that has like a butt flap, it's it's pajama esque. So you're using your own bathroom <laughs> most most onesies don't have butt flaps though. yeah right like a fashion onesie. no it's called a union suit right that's what that like oh, old what? like a onesie with a butt flap i think it's called a union suit isn't that really? that special like mormon undergarment Sounds that's right. fucked up i don't think they have <laughs> openings <laughs> in their clothes we can, we don't know we only for the wedding night this isn't <laughs> <laughs> like the jewish thing with the sheet no. I can do whatever I want as long as there's a hole on a sheet. Yeah. <laughs> I would just eat a cheeseburger through that hole. Anything. What? Why Why anything you, you want? To do that through this, the is hole? A, this is a UCB sketch where <laughs> a guy does literally anything. <laughs> he gets really way too far with it. <laughs> I've been letting my temptations take precedence over my religion. So I asked God for guidance and he reminded me that I can do whatever I want as long as it's through the hole in the sheet. And now with God's hole in the sheet, I can do whatever I want. It's liberating. So you can smoke through a hole in a sheet and not get cancer. Isn't it great? I can watch television on the Sabbath through the hole. On Passover, I can eat leavened bread through the hole. Hell, I can celebrate Christmas through this hole. Simon, you're Jewish. Exactly. A Jew with a hole in a sheet. (laughs) (laughs) Next scene is CJ and the uh, freakout lady. Uh, They're the housemans. Does she understand me? A little. This is your painting. Your father was Augie Hausman. Yes. He was an art collector, and mostly of minor impressionists that nobody else really cared that much about. He was a French Jew. And the Vichy laws stripped him of his property. Yeah. As she's selling this, like, heart-wrenching story, Bernard's like... We've contacted the French... Who promptly surrendered. ...who wanted to settle this matter amicably. 
Yeah, those French, they sure surrendered awful quick. <laughs> I love oh. it. <laughs> he just can't help himself. He's like, what, French? So that you know, your your dead father that wow. hit him and his country. I mean, like when when British people are given an opportunity to dig at the French, they do it. It's so natural. It yeah, that was ad libbed actually. <laughs> so what I was wondering is, we find out this woman's native tongue, I guess, is French, and Bernard's Bernard, never heard it before. <laughs> yeah, the language you've never heard of. <laughs> <laughs> and then they have wrapped up the painting and it's in bubble wrap and they're like here you go deal with this somehow that, like, uh, it's worth art- millions of dollars take it on the train four hundred thousand well they do well, give, they them, give an them, them an escort a, yeah they give yeah. them an escort but Do- that's not how you handle art you know priceless works of art just, just bubble <laughs> Roll wrap it that up. shit take it to ups they'll show you how to pack it real good <laughs> and then he says you know here it is you can have you know it's yours you can have it but we'll keep hanging it i like it now me bernard that was talking shit about it earlier and all every you know every day we hang it it gets more expensive because it hung on the white house for x months and the old lady's like fuck you nah, well, bitch. No, give me give me that painting i think he's smart enough to use reverse psychology here where he's like this sentimental piece that reminds you of your <laughs> murdered father if you're a greedy bitch we'll keep hanging <laughs> it in the white house for you she's like pass no no she's <laughs> a funny voice um it's called french <laughs> they only know how to whisper do you guys uh notice the sun in this scene i was he's little, there i was yeah. a little weird out by him we guys <laughs> well he <laughs> calls his mom an old woman <laughs> don't do that yeah you made an old lady That's happy. Wrong. you made this old piece of shit happy yeah this old bag I mean, he's too I mean, he's too friendly or something. I don't know. I don't like him. <laughs> you think there's some sociopathic tendencies yeah, there? He's, he's definitely like, a serial killer. Yeah, it's like he's a like, Norman he, Bates You think he's gonna going to sneak back and be like, hey, get in the White House. I think there's she, some anti-Semitic <laughs> bullshit right here. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I apologize, Mr. Houseman. Yeah. <laughs> You're not <laughs> creepy at all. Well, <laughs> you know, sometimes Jewish boys have weird relationships with their mother. We love our moms. I, I love you, Mama. Your, I love you, Mom. You're the best. Okay. I mean, yes, your mom is Thank uh, amazing. You. I love her. Is she listening to this? Uh, no. She oh. was, I tried to t- teach her how to podcast. She seems know. very It's like Google searching, but the no, same. No, I even set it up. I set it up on her phone, and she seemed like really interested. She had that shit. Yeah. She was like, wow, I'm so excited. I'm like so excited. And then she never listened to it. I don't, we didn't talk about it. So oh. the housemen's leave. Josh comes up, and I think this is the scene. He's like, oh, yeah, Didion's on board with the SPR now because of the lie heap. Yeah. <laughs> lie heap subsidies. Mm. What, are, what are you even saying? What does that mean? Yeah, lie, lie heap? Lie heap. That's a bad company name. Yeah. Heap of lies. Wait, that is a company? Who knows what it is? No oh, I think it up? was. Yeah, I think it was like, or some state program or something like that. It was like some pork project that they threw his way i just want to say like down with acronyms <laughs> i'm sick of acronyms dwa yeah <laughs> that'll be the last one <laughs> so they flash forward again this way they talk about ptsd specifically um and then stanley says you don't have to like get over being bothered by the shooting what we need to get you to do is be able to remember the shooting without reliving it and you have been reliving it he's still not there yet and they they got to build up to this one this is the really intense scene so they go back it's the yo-yo ma concert 
He is playing the Bach Cello Suite Number no. One in G Major. It's a beautiful tune. Do you guys? Yeah, it is pretty nice. It's a nice, nice piece. <laughs> it's a nice piece. <laughs> Did he play it well? Do you think he's? Is that really? He's Yo-Yo Ma. Ma. That was him. No, but I mean, I know acting, but you think that that uh, he's really playing it. Like live? To... No, no. Like but the, the I, that, audio, the I, audio that I we're listening to the, is yeah, that I ma? That yes. is that's yeah. the ma. That's yes. the real ma. Yeah, that's the real ma. So nice. You know music. I, I've I, listened to music. I know, Do you know well, music? music. What does it mean for something to be in G major? Is it well, only the key, note G right? major? Well, a lot of composers. Or is the cello tuned to something called G major. A lot of composers wouldn't title their work, and so they became titled based on the key they were in on the on the, well yeah i noticed that there's like a cello suite in c yeah cello suite and whatever yeah but what does that like specifically mean are there no there there are other notes in that well Just there's one so note. it's, Dern, it's notes Dern, from from Dern. a to to g it's like it's based like the main note is g major the i probably the or is it like the like first string the starting is note of the progression is that note okay but it could be the the chord, yeah. The chord progression starts with that note. All right, that sort of makes sense. There you go. So yeah, then they basically spend two minutes here showing Yo Yo Ma playing. Josh is making like faces like, oh God, I'm having the PTSD. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I say on Mondays. I'm like, oh yeah, God, I God, have the PTSD. Not the PTSD. Again. <laughs> Every day. Ugh. Elisa Garfield. Yeah. <laughs> I do love lasagna. It's I've so got a good. case of the sirens. It's just like pasta layered. That's it. Yeah. I love a casserole. I love a casserole. Yeah. Scallop potato. I love a potato. Yeah, a gratin. <laughs> I love a gratin. So during during the uh, there's there's a lot of flash forward back here, but um, what's her face speaks finally in this one, Kath, Katha Trask. That's Trask. such a fucking Ka- Star Ms. Trek Trask. name, right? Every time you say Kath, Trask I think is like the name catheter. of a businessman from something I've Ka-tha? seen. Katha, how do you spell that? K a y t h a. Katha, Kathater is Ka-tha. it a short for Katha Trask? Katha Trask. That is a Star Trek name. That's a good name. Yeah. I feel like that's that's the name of like the the I've heiress never Star Trek, to a, it's a an show. evil corporation like in the Aliens mm. series. Yeah, sure. You're wrong. Yeah. So as Yo Yo Ma is playing, Josh yeah is like increasingly flipping out. Um, Toby starts to notice it, and he's just grabbing his stomach and he's sweating. doing all sorts of yeah. weird facial. He's gesturing. This is some nice acting. Yeah, the guy's got chops. Um, and then they cut forward, and they they mostly this is like they start cutting with the other timeline, the uh, cut your hand timeline. I guess this is the night of the I, performance. We realize I'm just realizing this. Last week I wrote Yo Yo Ma. What if his, What if he was just called Chris? <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I bet you he has an American name that he's chosen. 
<laughs> I bet you. I bet you if we Wikipedia oh, that, it. we'll know. That's all I wrote. That was that was my note. So Stanley's trying to find out what happened with cutting on his hand. And he's like, I cut it on a glass. Um, and then I guess he just like, his plan was like, I feel really bad. I'm just going to go home and start drinking scotch and see, see how that works out. I have that plan. Yeah. A lot. And then we finally get Josh to realize and like probably the most intense scene so far in the entire series that he like punch at the peak of the Bach cello suite punches through a wall or punches through a window. window. Yeah. How did you cut your hand? Yeah, I guess that's a thing to do. <laughs> Have you ever punched through a glass thing? No. Have you ever done it, Jason? Have you ever been so upset? I've never that you... done that. Yeah. Elise, have you ever punched a thing? No. Have you ever punched anything, Eric? Yeah. Well, I've punched things. Like a punching like a, bag? Like a pillow? Well, no, I like took boxing. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm a you pretty did. good puncher. Wow. You really did punch things. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I One didn't. time. I never did. I took a boxing class, and when I took my gloves off, my hands are all, like, bloody. <laughs> there you go. Damn. Wow. You, you can't remember where you were for the last eight hours. Yeah. Pu- yeah. Huh. You and I something. was the deputy chief of staff in the White House. When I get really worked up, I don't punch something. I go into this factory I know about, mm-hmm. and I put some music on. And you just dance. <laughs> and I just dance my <laughs> little heart out. <laughs> so it's yeah. all gone. That's a really good way to deal with like your aggression. Yeah. yeah. I prefer like a barn, like a nice barn. You dance in a barn. Dance. Yeah. Yeah. Or like an empty school. You dance at a school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Family's like, congratulations. Like a club for people who dance out their aggression. We all get together like Wednesday night, someday, and we just dance. Dance. I think that's just dancing. Yeah, a lot of people dance. No, but like I've in, thought about it in like abandoned barns and warehouses. In abandoned, uh, yeah. You know, we need props. Yeah. yeah. So then Stanley's like, "Congratulations, you're cured. You told me while you hurt your hand, yeah, and now you're all better." Uh, this therapy works. Is it really? That's what they call <laughs> no, a breakthrough. It seemed quick. That's a moment of clarity right there. Mm. Mm. I mean, okay, so like. Was Josh's whole problem that he was lying? Yeah. The, well, the whole thing here was they needed to determine whether he was a threat to himself or others. If he was, they were going to have to Baker Act him and commit him. And if he wasn't, then they could let him do whatever he had to do. So this episode could have ended with Josh in like a straight jacket. And that, that's why I don't think they could actually commit to telling him, like, don't worry, there's you can just be straight up honest with us and we're not going to... You know, like you can kill and continue to go to work and all that other stuff. Because, yeah, I mean, it's potentially the case that if he confessed to like constant suicidal ideation and like, you know. But if he was just playing with his uh, switchblade flippy knife thing. Yeah, yeah, that might not have gone so well. But he's just practicing. <laughs> That's I mean, how he gets his. Are, is, are you practicing, Josh? If you ask that 10 times and the answer is still yes, then it's fine. <laughs> yeah, so jo- Josh is all good. Um, he's and, healed. And he's like, so. It was the pilot, right? That's what did it. And Stanley's like, nah, nah dog. This moment in your head, music is the same thing as... As sirens. 
It was the horns. It was the horns and the bagpipes. Sun. And the yo-yo ma's. Yo-yo's ma. Thank you. Then Josh is like into therapy now <laughs> at the end of the scene. And he's <laughs> Wait, like, come back. He's like, yeah, I'm not done yet. I want to tell you about my dreams. And Stanley's like, no thanks, buddy. I'm out of here. Fax them to me. Josh was triggered. Literally. Yeah, Josh was triggered. This episode is all about how Josh was triggered. Snowflake needs a safe space. <laughs> yep, he needed a safe space with his two therapists, not just one. He needed a lady. And what did she have She's to contribute? Not a therapist. What She's did she say? What did she have to contribute? She said, uh, You tasted something bitter. That. That's adrenaline the adrenaline. Bitter. Is that, that true? Well, who knows? The I lady said, I believe her. I want to believe it. I've never tasted my own adrenaline. Like, have you guys tasted your own adrenaline? I'm trying. I don't know. I'll. Next next time I no. get like a shot, I, I've I've definitely had like a an adrenaline rush. Like if you get like almost injured or something, you get that like Mm-mm. on edge. You never guys never had that yeah, before. Well, no, if you, like, mean, if you like narrowly avoid I an accident or something, I feel like I'm I like constantly feeling adrenaline rushes <laughs> from cry. my my reactions like the, to most events is just a procrastination at work. I am feel I feel adrenaline daily when I get scared when people are behind me or in a room I walk into. Yeah, I was, I was in the room. I know. <laughs> he I was, was already that was, there. That was my room. In, in his house in where he lives. Sitting in bed yeah. like a normal human being. <laughs> yeah. No, but like I, you know, my heart Jason, starts pounding. Jason, you got a Warner. I told him you need to wear a bell. You got a Warner Brothers. The bell wouldn't go off because I was in the room. <laughs> but you also no, have to be constantly like, moving. You like uh you know, you jostle. The I bell do. Would, I fidget. Yeah, the I'm bell. known to fidget. You have restless legs, so you. <laughs> I'd put the bell on your ankle, or on like at his That's finger, true. on his so, tapping finger. Yeah. Are you gonna get me an anklet with a bell charm? I just don't ruin your birthday present. <laughs> Josh leaves the meeting. Leo is like hanging out there. What was he doing? For He's hours. waiting for him. He was but, waiting. But, but, He's the man. But literally, what was I mean, he doing? He probably has some reading. sweet lines to read. Listening to podcasts. Oh, you think he was like just getting that story straight? Yeah, he He's like, tell. I know exactly what I'm going to say. Yeah, I got a good one. It's going to be good. He kind of looked like he was reading a newspaper. Okay, that makes sense. He didn't have an iPhone. They didn't have those back When then. you get a security briefing from like, you know, the security people, do you really need to read the newspaper? Yes, you do. I think you're looking for house dust playing. Oh, yeah. You got to know how to sell it. Yeah. Yeah. So he asked Josh what's going on. Josh says, he thinks I may have an eating disorder. Josh. And uh, fear of rectangles. That's not weird, is it? Funny line. I laughed. Uh, and then Leo tells uh, this story about a hole. I broke a window in my apartment. This guy's walking down the street when he falls in the hole. The walls are so steep he can't get out. A doctor passes by, and the guy shouts up, Hey, you, can you help me out? The doctor writes a prescription, throws it down in the hole, and moves on. Then a priest comes along, and the guy shouts up, Father, I'm down in this hole, can you help me out? The priest writes out a prayer, throws it down in the hole, and moves on. Then a friend walks by. Hey, Joe, it's me, can you help me out? And the friend jumps in the hole. Our guy says, Are you stupid? Now we're both down here. The friend says, yeah, but I've been down here before, and I know the way out. That's like a joke. It's kind of set up like it's a joke. It sounds like it's going to be a joke, but then it's, but like it's really funny. meaningful. I think, Would it be a metaphor? I think it's like uh, from like the Scientology Bible. Yeah, it's a dialectic. The, the thing's like, oh, a priest comes by, and they're like, 
and then, and then a psychologist comes by, and, and they're, they're like, like, they can't help you. Then Xenu comes down, and he gets you out of that hole. And he clears you. like, I can fly, follow me. <laughs> no, it is really sweet, though. Yeah, and so Josh is the guy in the hole. Yeah. And Leo is the other guy. Yeah. The friend. The other the guy's idiot. been in the hole before. And he knows the way out. And he's going to help him. But, so, like, just shout down the way out. Don't be so Or throw a ladder normal. or something. But it's like, the alcoholism. Yeah. That's the whole. Do, do you think he helped him out because he wanted that script that the the doctor wrote? <laughs> <laughs> oh. And then Donna comes out. She was waiting, too. Um, she didn't get to hear Leo's little story. Maybe she. Maybe he practiced on her. They're going to take Josh to the emergency room because he bandaged it up himself and it's infected or whatever. They don't have doctors in the White House. Yes, yeah, yeah, you I had one question. So Josh is going to go to the hospital. The doctor's going to be like, oh, you cut your hand. How'd you cut your hand? On the glass. What's Josh going to say? On the glass. On the glass. I think he's going to lie. Yeah. Yeah. He probably is going to lie. He's a liar. Yeah. Because if he says I punched through a window, they're gonna right. that's gonna trigger a whole other thing. Yeah, he's gonna have to like go through this all over again with another person. Oh, but wait, he's gonna, be, he's gonna be like none of your business before yeah. Josh even leaves. He hears the music on the way out. Uh, yeah, it's in the front. This is like the creepiest Christmas. It's the, song. It is it's, of all the music. It the, is the creepiest. It's the Carol music. of the Bells. I think it's the best Christmas song. It is one of the best. Yeah, if you're gonna flip out, specifically the Trans Siberian which song is this? It's the Carol of the Bells. Is this not in Home Alone? Yes. Oh, it sure is. This it's is the why... Home Alone song. It's no, the it's Home always Alone a tension song. builder. This is why yeah. it's scary. Yeah. It was terrifying. This is when as a he's kid. like arming all the traps. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, holy shit, this child's gonna murder. It's some also the people. best part of that movie. <laughs> that the Rube Goldberg yes. uh, traps he sets up. Yeah. What is that thing where like the things repeat on it? Is that fifth? Does that song have fifth? No. Isn't that like fifth, sixth, in seventh? the round? It's in the round. In the right? round. Is that right? Yeah. Well, it's also uh, yeah, polyphonic yeah. because that was prior to, it wasn't harmonies. It was like different. It's like row, 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 row your boat. Like, counterpoint. Counterpoint. It's like they follow each Contra other. Punto. Yeah. It's like the row your boat thing. Yeah. 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 That's a round. I used to love doing that. Yeah. Carol of the Bells is a round, I think. Because doesn't it just like start over like halfway well, it's, through? It's really just like there is some harmony in it because there's. The the like bass part I guess is kind of harmonizing with the part, but you know. Yeah, and then uh, Josh like oh, starts I want to be in a choir. Starts to mm-hmm. hear something just that just sings that song. Mm-hmm. We can do you sing that? it or do you bell that's it? it? Sing it, baby. Yeah, at the end, <laughs> you go slow. Yeah. 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 So Josh uh, starts to fall back into siren mode but no then he he's sh- over- shakes his head and walks away i've got right here uh-oh the music next line <laughs> he's okay he needs to walk <laughs> around with like uh earplugs in for a little while like mm-hmm. a cyclops no, he's visor cool. type thing or just it out. he's okay podcast, yeah man. he's good he had the uh therapy and now he's done forever he figured it out he, with the- he admitted it to a person who will tell everyone that's the thing like how do you not like if you're a licensed psychologist, the privilege attaches automatically, right? I don't know. I guess so. He's Mitch. a traumatologist, but the, but that's the thing. The exception to the privilege is if you waive it. If, right? Well, no, the exception is if you're harmed, an imminent harm to yourself or others. You're allowed to waive privilege. 
as the as the therapist as the like what the, about the bound to, what about to clear somebody of that um maybe i can't remember there are like a bunch of exceptions they teach you though right um so the credits is the shot of the carolers at the end i feel like you, Yo-Yo Ma. Put Yo-Yo Ma in the credits. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Special guest, Yo-Yo Ma. I thought, I'm, he probably was at the beginning there. Is okay. it Yo-Yo? It is. Mm-hmm. Cool. It is. Is it a hyphen or a dash? It's uh, both. Same. One and the N-dash same. N-dash or an M-dash? N. M-dash is the longer one? Sure is. That's the... Uh, that's that's, <laughs> that's option dash on the keyboard for those keeping track at home. <laughs> What's an option? It's an Apple key. Yeah, it's on a Mac. Hmm. It's control. The, it's the little. Uh, it's like a control key. It's a control. Well, we got a control key too. It's one of the oh. carols. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you just laugh like a Frenchman? <laughs> he's wearing the French shirt too. Oh yeah, mm. he's wearing stripes. He's such a Pierre. Thanks. Guys. Headlines. Oh, so, I got a couple headlines. Can I like no. create a, a safe space Mm-mm. with my terrible headlines? Absolutely not. No. I'm going to. We're well, going to um, get triggered. It's about it's about the music in the lobby. That, Ooh. And it's too much tuba. <laughs> That's all. Okay. It's not something about horny? Too tube much. No, I really <laughs> I really struggle okay. with this. I've got one. I did um Is it about with the word horny? Yeah. <laughs> yo yo mama. <laughs> Donna flips for cellist. Why mama? Cuz she's a lady. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's not a mother. She's a woman. Um, I got one. This so this is this is what Josh says during the Yo Yo Ma thing, and he says, "Yo, no moss." <laughs> I like because he doesn't want to hear anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got one. I got one. I got one. I got one. This one says that's a that's a Spanish paper, by the way. <laughs> oh no, he did to yawn. Wow. Oh. Jerk says use the oil. Okay, I got an oil one. Is that what he said? <laughs> That's what I said. Okay. So S- Sam uh, had a strategic petroleum reverse because <laughs> he changed his mind on, on, on the SPR. Hmm. <laughs> reverse. <laughs> Preserve. No, yeah, yeah. Same it's the same letters, yeah, okay. probably. Yeah, it's like an it's anagram. Close. Um, I got a couple pilot ones. You guys see any of those? That's all I got. Um, I said pilot error. That's a thing that happens. And then I call him plain crazy. Oh, I have That's one. a good one. That's a classic. Just plain crazy. Yeah. I have what about the painting? The Caillou drives woman cuckoo. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> really gold. Gold. That's gold classic golden gold. Thank you. Tonight. Thank you for Yo, that. Yo. No moss. No moss. <laughs> <laughs> White House staffer says no more. Final thoughts. Mm, yeah, what did you think, Brayden? Mm, it's a good... Uh, I mean, it's a weird episode. Ultimately, it's a well-made episode. You touched. I was... I touched. I actually... I feel... I get a little choked up when I, I, t- I hear the... I talked to this episode. Yeah. I'll say it. I, I, uh, yeah, I touched. Touchy, touchy. <laughs> I like that. The Leo part at the end, I think, is great. Yeah. I think this is one of... Top five episode of the entire series. This is the best one so far. Didn't this episode win an Emmy? I love this episode. Yeah. I think it's great. Yeah. I just... It's like made so crazy. I wish it was the right time of year. (laughs) (laughs) I think when they showed it, it probably was a little closer. It probably was. Yeah. It doesn't feel Christmas. No, it's cold. 
No, I mean, I guess I just wish it was more in sequence with the rest of the series. Yeah. That's a little weird if you're like really watching the clock on when but the sequencing is. But they gave us a previously on. Oh, yeah. You so know, they gave us a previously on. They're like, like, remember when he had the traumas? Yeah, it's just that he's been I mean, fine He was for shot months. and, you know. But I think bubbling, the, just bubbling. like the execution of this one is really high. And I like any of the ones where they do time messing. Like, that's very clever. It's an ambitious episode. Yeah. And it, it, they pull it off. Yeah. And it's a good episode. And I like Bradley Whitford a lot. And he's and in this Bradley, one a lot. And Brad's also, my, my boy. I really like the way that the doctor... Stanley's great. Reacts like once he gets him to like be upfront with him about the nature of his ideations. Like once he's done his job, he's just like yawn, yawn, yawn. Like it, it was, it felt very real to how a professional that does something that to the audience is like a new thing, but plausibly to him is just like the, what he does every day for a living. Mm-hmm. It was very well acted and and well written. And very minor spoiler: Stanley comes back. And it's also great what? later in like a season. And that's another top five episode. I think I just really like Stanley. Stanley yeah, he's great. is great. He's an awesome character. Does uh, his uh, trainee come back? I don't think she's in the next one. <laughs> Ms. Ms. Trask moves on to her own traumatology yeah. practice. No, this episode is is like very good. I just, there's some storylines in it that I just, I'm kind of like, why are they there? Like the painting I feel like there's... Some... It's about people going crazy, I think, is the Maybe tie-in. Maybe crazy people. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that, like, if this is the Christmas... Because the pilot goes crazy, too. It's all... Right. But if this is the Christmas episode, it's, like, warm fuzzies for Christmas. Like, what Christmas. if they would have wrapped the painting in, like, Christmas wrapper paper? That would have been a really nice touch. Get a little bow on there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. spruce it up a bit. And she's like, we don't celebrate Christmas. Yeah. What's the name of the episode? Noel. Right. Bird. Remember that. Pertaining to birth. See? It all comes full circle. What does that do the painting? Nothing. Lady has a son. It could have been better. Here, I'll tell you what has to do with the painting. The guy was born named Gustav. And they both were Gustavs. Yeah, and that means he was born to be a painter. It's Gustav. There you go. Classic name. Classic Gustav. And this, I mean, I, I usually complain when they don't have much politics one, but this is like a plot one that doesn't really need that. Like the, I guess the SPR thing is really the only like issue that they bring up at all. You missed it in this one. It's not really nah. like they don't really get into like. I know they barely touch on it. It's more of like a horse trade of like, oh, this one thing is going to lose support of this other thing. Yeah. It just keeps happens. it feeling realistic. So it's something for Josh to happening. yell about. Yeah. Yes. In the later scene, it's really just a red herring for the actual plot points. I right. sometimes kind of like when they. If there's like a overarching something in the episode, even if it is political, they mention other little non sequiturs along the way, and it just makes it feel like very busy and like it and it's real never stuff. stops. It, and it makes it feel more. But the real. IMF is like a whole another interesting. So thing like that we'll never hear about. They it. don't even talk about that. Like is the explain the plot points of that, that one. There aren't really red herrings. Like is herring just like silvery silver? <laughs> I learned today actually that um, when you're offering a when you're converting to a condominium or building a new condominium. Yeah, when I'm doing that. You have to submit a draft like offering plan, which is sort of the the conceptual document for how the condo is run. You have to submit that to the attorney general's office for approval. AG. And traditionally... And if a herring s- flies onto the paper... <laughs> close. <laughs> really? In order to make sure everyone knew that that was a draft and not the actual official offering plan... You would put a red cover on it and call it the red herring. 
So is this it? Maybe this is common wisdom, but mm. is a red herring referring to the bird or a fish? Mm, herring's a fish, Bill. I love you. Herring's a fish. Herring's also a bird. Nah, herring's a fish. No. I'm, I'm hoping that there's a the third answer and that both of those options are red herrings. Is the elusive fish bird. Well, it turns out that a red herring is something that misleads or distracts from a relevant or important issue. So it's neither. <laughs> it doesn't say the origin is... Re- there's a picture of a fish. Uh. <laughs> but that and could be a red herring. Okay. So I think this one, if you were to condense the show down into like 10 episodes and you wanted to convey the plot of the show, I think this would be one of the episodes you, need you would this. put in it. This is character development. Yeah. It's like first episode of the first episode season, the end of the first season, the beginning of the second season, and like this is yeah. the only one since the beginning of the season that would even be close in that it's, list. It's character development for every character except for maybe Sam. And even what about Ainsley? Well, <laughs> Ainsley's yeah. still. I don't gone. even know if she's still on the show. But there's not a lot of CJ character development. Well, no, it's her being sweet and like following she, through, and, and it stuff shows that and... she likes to be negged, <laughs> yeah, which we know. And it also even shows Bartlett being vulnerable to the opinions of his senior staff, like more so than you would even expect. And Leo is like Papa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. This episode's great. Papa I don't know what you guys are on about. <laughs> do you not see it? <laughs> How do you not see it? Good episode, guys. Good episode. Yeah. Okay. Um, hey. That's all I got to say. This one's an A+. I love you all. <laughs> Out there. Yeah. Uh, like us or people listening? Just everybody, baby. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. Show us the love on iTunes.com slash podcast. Click all the buttons. West Wing slash watch and talk click the button <laughs> slash rate slash just five stars just smash yeah. that button boo. subscribe please so we send know us you're cash in blank envelopes no don't do that i mean like do that if you really feel inclined but don't do that just subscribe and review us that'd be cool thanks, thanks. bye bye, bye.